0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we'll hear from Derek Dufoe, who just wrapped up his Manitoba Bison's football career, but not before he received a Community Service Award today. Also, we check in with Isaac Johnson of the Winnipeg Ice. They're about to embark on a crazy travel schedule. How is that going to affect things? How does the American feel about being in America? playing against American teams on American Thanksgiving. That's all coming up on the podcast. After an outstanding five years with the Manitoba Bisons football team, fifth-year defensive end Derek Dufoe has been named the recipient of the 2019 Canada West Football Student Athlete Community Service Award. He'll now go forward as the conference's nominee for the Russ Jackson Award, the U Sports Award recognizing a student-athlete who displays outstanding athletic and academic achievement as well as work in the community. Dufoe turns 22 in a couple weeks. He becomes the eighth Bison football player to earn the conference award, and uh, Jaden McCoy, teammate, won it last year. Uh, Derek joins us now on the CGOB Sports Show. Congratulations on this honor, Derek. What does it mean to you?
1: Um, you know, I'm just honored to, to have an acknowledgement. You know, like... Uh, I think lots of people for the football community, you know, we spend a lot of our time on school and trying to help out in the community with volunteer work and stuff like that. And I'm just one of those people that, you know, have done that. But uh, being acknowledged for it, it always feels good, you know, having your name out there and, you know, being acknowledged for what you've done.
0: What are some of the things you do in the community to share your time? Um, A lot of it's to do with um, uh,
1: tackle or flag skills camp. So basically, it's getting well. Some of the campuses getting like inner city uh, kids out, you know, once a week, and just introducing them to uh, proper, you know, activity, how how to work out or how to play football, you know, just just, just the basics, so it can kind of facilitate to them if they ever want to play football in the future. That you know they have some of that background knowledge about what it is and how to do it.
0: And what drives you to want to share your time and volunteer? Um, I,
1: don't know, I, I just, I just enjoy it. Like whenever I'm out there with kids and just showing them, you know, showing them what, how, what I've been taught throughout my time by people just like me when I was younger, uh, it just feels good to be able to give back and, you know, give them those experiences that I had when I was there.
0: Now I understand you also help tutor your teammates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, been many times throughout my time here where, you know, uh, fellow Bisons, they have tough times with math or, you know, sciences and they'll basically just ask me for help. And of course I always say yes and, you know, I'll take time aside and as much time as they need to understand the concepts and yeah, I'll just do them.
0: Sounds like you just like helping out wherever you're needed.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm always, I'm always down to help someone. So,
0: so. Let's talk about uh, what happened on the weekend. You uh, you go into Calgary, so such a close game. You lose at the last second. What was it like that kind of fourth quarter? You score thirty points in that fourth quarter. The roller coaster that was that game.
1: Yeah, that game. It's crazy because that, that was my last game ever as a Bison. That's probably the most exciting game I've ever had as, as a Bison. Uh, it's just a crazy game to be a part of. You know, throughout the entire game, I think both Calgary and us we knew it could go either way. And both teams were fighting hard, and uh, towards the end, you know, they we got a bit of a deficit, but we came back. We came back. We scored touchdowns. I think we what we scored that last touchdown at the end of the game, and we just kept fighting. And uh, yeah, it was an awesome feeling. I, did, I think that that game kind of describes who we were this year as a team. We were all such as fighters.
0: And now that it's over for you, uh, how do you feel about your career looking back?
1: Um you know, I, I'm really happy about, about my career and I'm really happy about the time I had here. It's it's unfortunate that you know time has has came to an end for me, but that's just how the world works. Um but yeah, you know, I have really enjoyed my time here and it's memories that I'll never forget.
0: So what's next for you? Um well, continue with my
1: degree. I want to get that uh finished, so that, that should be finished within by 2020, and also uh, do the football, the plan is to go back to Hamilton higher Cats next year for camp and uh, try to make the team.
0: What's your degree in
1: uh, computer science?
0: Okay, and is that something you've always liked? Computers? Um, I'm more
1: I'm more went into it because computer science is a field full of problem solving and you no know, math. And coming out of high school, that's kind of what my strong suit was toward. So that's why I picked and fell in love with it.
0: And so are you rooting for Hamilton now?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, uh I've been watching most of their games and then you know, I've been following up on everything that's going on. And man, they're you know, they're looking really, really good right now in uh, the playoffs and coming out of the East, so
0: So if they end up playing the Bombers in the Great Cup, you got no problem cheering for the Ticats. Cats.
1: <laughs> no, I gotta got, I got to cheer for my Ticats for sure.
0: Okay. Uh, so now that uh, football's over I, for you, bison wise, that doesn't mean your training stops, right? You're still got to, you know, if you're thinking about the CFL, you still got to go hard for that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, my off-season is basically to start next week. And it's here to start, start next week and go until May when uh, CFL camps open up.
0: Do you ever find it uh, a challenge to balance your school load with training?
1: Um, you know, in my first year, it was more of a challenge. First year of university, first year of you know, college level workouts, it was a little bit of a challenge to find the time and find the proper time management skills. But um, I've been been doing the same thing now for like five years and it just became, it just become like a a regular thing to me, it's just become my daily routine is, you know, managing my time well enough where I can do both of that and succeed in both.
0: Is that something every player kind of has to find on their own, or is that something that you can pass down to some of the new players on your team when they came in?
1: Uh, I mean, I can definitely pass down some of the like, rudimentary tricks of the trade, you know, like write down what right down, I stuff that's to do on a schedule, you know, make cue cards so you can study on the, on the road and at home. I can give all those things, but at the end of the day, it's just going to be about your effort level, and the effort level is all almost when you are in a person.
0: And finally, what do you have to work on most as you prepare for trying out again for the Ty Cats?
1: Um, you know, I think just just working on on you know all my um, that's what I'm looking for. I just got all my skills. I mean, is it the CFL is is just a better a better league and has better players in it. And with that comes, you know, you need better football skills. You need better actual cardio, you need better uh, strength. So that's just all the things I've been working on in the last five years. and am going to continue to work on and get better.
0: Derek, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me tonight. Congratulations on this honor and uh, five years with the Manitoba Bisons, and good luck as you go forward.
1: Of course, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thursdays at 8.30, we bring you an interview with a member of the Winnipeg Ice in a segment I'm calling The Freezer. And today, it's 20-year-old Isaac Johnson, a native of Andover, Minnesota, who spent his first two seasons in the WHL with Tri-City before he stepped away from hockey back in January. Traded to Winnipeg in the offseason. Now he's back. Four goals, seven assists in 16 games. Uh, The team is now in Moose Jaw. They hopped on a bus, and I talked to him before. He boarded that bus today. This schedule that you got right now, you got Moose Jaw tomorrow, and then you're back in Winnipeg Saturday. Is that one of the quickest kind of turnarounds you've ever had? Yeah, for
2: sure. I mean, I haven't uh, haven't really went that far and then came back and played the next day, but um, I think we'll be all right. Just get some sleep on the bus if you can and, and get ready for the game the next day.
0: Now you're about to hit the western part of the road trip. Being in Winnipeg, you go. You take the one trip out all the way to the west coast, play all the American teams. Uh, are you looking for? Is the team looking forward to a, the big road trip like that?
2: Yeah, uh, I think the guys are excited, especially uh, playing four games or f- three or four games in uh, five days. But um, yeah, it'll be good. Big points up for grabs as well. <clears throat>
0: Now, you also get to go to Tri-City, where you spent some time. That's where you started your career. Are you excited about that?
2: Yeah, that's going to be a, a fun game. Uh, I have my old billets there and, and get to see them and, and play in the rank that I played for uh, a year and a half. But, yeah, it's, it'll be exciting, and uh, hopefully you can steal those two points from them.
0: Now, I understand that you i guess what I saw was retired for personal reasons at the start of this year from Tri City. Do you mind explaining what happened there?
2: uh I just had some family problems and uh some life life problems um with me and myself and I think I had a had to take some time away in, in a recoup and to get a better mindset of uh what's going on and I think I did that and um I don't regret that at all, and I, I think that helped me as a, a person off the ice and, and on the ice as well.
0: <clears throat> How have you found success here in the first 16 or so games in Winnipeg?
2: Um, I think just working with our line mates and, and just doing uh, playing hockey the way I play hockey. I mean, there's nothing special to it. just go out there and play my game, and uh, it helps having good teammates uh, on the ice with you as well. <clears throat>
0: Now, you move from Tri-City to Winnipeg. It's really almost the farthest distance between teams in the WHL. What was that move like for you? Um, I think it was uh, a little different, a little closer to home. Um,
2: I don't think it was, hockey-wise, a a big difference. It's uh, the same league. It's just a different group of guys. But, you know, you have your same goal. So, uh, I think just getting did to know the guys well uh, off, the, off the start, it, it helped a lot, and they were uh, really welcoming. And um, Yeah, I don't think it was too big of an issue. You, <laughs>
0: mentioned, you mentioned closer to home, you're from Minnesota, so do you have more time to go see family, or is it still, you know, you're so busy during the season? <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I think I'm busy in the season. I mean, not going home. Um, obviously, I'll go home for Christmas, but uh, yeah, my family's already came out twice, and they uh when i was in tri-city they only went out twice that whole time i was playing there so it definitely gives my family and um friends to come a lot more it's a lot closer so that's a good thing but i, I just i i can't go home right of course. i'm way too busy here
0: yeah of course but what's it like being able to have your family in attendance more often
2: it's it's awesome i like it i love the support and uh they helped me through. They got me here. So when when they're here and watching me play, it, it's a it's a big big game.
0: How far a drive is it?
2: Uh, it's about six and a half hours.
0: Okay, that's long enough. So not too bad. <laughs> I guess yeah, you're... yeah, better than twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, that's true. It depends how you look at it, of course. Yeah. So, uh, just, yeah. Is there any big difference? You know, living in Canada for you?
2: Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different. It's not miles an hour, so you got to slow down a little bit. But um, other than that, I think it's it's fine. It's basically the same. You just get a new bank account and, and stuff like that. But no, Canada is good.
0: And how do you like the uh, the billet family you have here in Winnipeg?
2: Yeah, it's they're good. They're uh, really welcome. And it's their first year this year billeting, so it's kind of cool. Kind of... Uh, I kind of in in the charge there with knowing what billeting is and stuff, and they ask me a lot of questions, but
1: they're, they're a good billet family for
0: sure. Now, I understand you spent <laughs> time with uh, Morgan Geeky previously in your career, and now Connor Geeky, one of the up-and-coming prospects for the Winnipeg Ice, spent a little bit of time with the Ice at the start of the season. What's that been like?
2: Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's kind of, uh, they play kind of the same way, and and seeing, seeing him now just kind of reminds me of what uh, the other geeky did, but um, I mean, again, they have the same play style, and, and he's a really good player, and he's young, so it's, uh, it's going to be exciting to see what he can do in the future.
0: Now, how do you view your role on this team? There are a lot of young players on this team, but also some veterans, too.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, as an older guy, I need to uh, lead by example, often on the ice, and uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job there, and I mean, the younger guys, we have some talent that are younger. Like you said, Geeky, uh, McLennan, Savoy, guys like that, that I need to, you know, be there for them when they when they need help and stuff like that. And I think we're doing a pretty good job with that.
0: How far can this ice team go this season? I, I think as far as we want. Um,
2: I think, uh, we have a group of guys. We're going to add some depth with Krebs coming back and, uh, I, th- I think that we'll, we'll, we're going to be in a playoff spot for sure and, and to
0: uh, push farther than that. <clears throat> How have you enjoyed the home crowds in Winnipeg? It's a pretty small arena.
2: Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's a small arena, but the fans are really good. I mean, um, it only seats a couple thousand, but um, yeah, the home games are they're fun. It's a little tight crowd that uh, obviously likes a game of hockey.
0: <clears throat> and for the team... You know, to struggle at home the first few games, but then you know you just w- took three of four on home ice, and actually uh, five of six. So, what does it mean then to be able to you know actually turn this home ice into an advantage?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, as you said, we struggled a little bit at home, and we were getting those two points on the road, which is good. But um, yeah, once we figured out the uh, once we figured out uh, what we have to do um to win games at home and, and build their own energy and, and stuff like that um yeah as you can see that we're, we're starting to pick it up at home
0: just want to ask you being an american in canada you're going to be actually in the states on american thanksgiving on this u.s road trip are you, is the team going to do anything with that
2: <laughs> uh i don't know i i think that they might do something i'm not really expecting a lot but um, if they do, that'd be nice, but, um, yeah, it was a little weird celebrating Thanksgiving a lot earlier.
0: Yeah. Being, I guess, yeah, early October was Thanksgiving here. So did you, did you participate in any kind of, I guess, a Thanksgiving dinner at your billet house?
2: Yep. Yep. That's what we did. Uh, my billets just cooked a bunch of food and had some of their family over and you know, it was good. A lot of food and, uh, yeah. And now I'm excited because maybe, uh, maybe I can have some more food on the road.
0: <laughs> a second Thanksgiving dinner. Not bad, eh? Alright, right. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, I appreciate you taking time Have a good road trip and uh, good luck the rest of the season
2: I appreciate it, thank you
0: Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes, it's actually on iTunes now, wow If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck, but Apple products you're good, so listen to the podcast please, subscribe, you can rate it What's the worst that could happen?